Hello, everybody. Jim Malone here coming to you live on Dallas Trading Floor. It is a Tuesday, and uh, interestingly enough, we had a breakout uh, uh, with uh, DraftKings. I did buy a position for the small portfolio uh, for of DraftKings. Uh, large cap seems to be rallying. Uh, so, you know, who knows? It's a, cra- it's a crazy market because, uh, you know, we are still in an uptrend under pressure. Some of the... Uh, some of the indexes have been kind of, you know, taking it a little bit, uh, a little bit hard. So we just kind of don't know kind of what the direction is yet. But uh, right now, uh, you know, the, um, you know, right, right now, some of the big caps are up. So that's a, that's a, can be a good thing. Just want to take a look at the market direction. The, the uh, market trend is still under pressure. So kind of be careful with new positions. Uh, I mean, yesterday I was saying, you know, go to 50% cash. I think you could probably back off on that a little bit. I definitely have, um, but we'll see, you know, be careful with your stops and, you know, make sure that they're in. The uh, S&P is up today, which is nice. Um, you know, we're not, uh, the S&P is, is definitely up 1.272%. The Dow Jones is up and that's quite good, almost 2%. Uh, NASDAQ is up. So it's looking, you know, fairly good. Uh, you know, we seem to, you know, we seem to have sort of recovered a little bit from it. I uh, just wanted to kind of... Um, take a look see at some of the indexes um you know and that's really the, that's really the main, that's the main thing here's the here's the uh, nasdaq composite as you can see you know we we did pull down a little bit and then but we've been moving up we moved up yesterday the day before but friday we had that big movement down fair amount of volume so definitely it's moving it's moving to the upside so that's a good thing um it's uh you know it's well above uh, uh 1350 so 13624 it's up strongly today almost 2%. So that's very good. And of course, the Nasdaq composite this is the this is the entire thing. This is not the QQQ which is only the Nasdaq 100, the 100 biggest, but this is the whole thing. So uh it seems to be, you know, at least in the growth stock area seems to be pretty good. So uh you know, that's 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 a definite plus. I want to look at the um uh want to look at the Dow Jones and that's been kind of, you know, the one that was I was a little bit worried about when it pulled, you know, when it, when it pulled down here well below um, let's put that pointer. There we go. Great. See that how that, that pulled down below and that. We thought that that might have have signal reversal, but uh, the relative strength line seems to be moving up and we have pulled above the um, the very, very key um, 50 day moving average line. And that's this red line here. So that seems to be, you know, we seem to be cautious, but uh, you know, but we seem to be making some good progress as well. So who knows what's good, who knows what's going to happen there. Um, But it looks, looks pretty good in terms of that. Just wanted to show you uh, DraftKings. And um, by the way, IBD has us on the leaderboard. So it's kind of a good stock. I did go into one full position when it pulled up uh, today. It's uh, currently trading right around sixty, right, right here. But uh, as you can see, there was a there was a key level that it moved through, and it moved through a buy point. So that is, uh, you know, that's kind of a kind of a good thing. Just going to give you an idea, a uh, rundown of sort of my um, current holdings. I did add some. I, I did add some things here. And I may be, and I and I did take away some things, but uh, one of the things that I'm a little bit, uh, you know, I, I bought an IPO this morning. Don't normally do that. Um, unfortunately, I couldn't set a stop loss because it's very volatile. But I just kind of want to show you um, some of the things that are in currently in my portfolio. Anyways, of course, we all know Blink charging, and that's been up, so that's nice. I've sold a four a fifty one call 
on that one. So I may get called out of that. Who knows? Again, I um, you know, I I sold out all my Tesla at um at eight forty. I it 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 dropped below eight twenty. I bought it all back, and now uh, I will probably double my position if Tesla moves above this eight eighty five. Now currently, it's at eight seventy seven. So I definitely made some nice uh, change there. Uh, Amazon's up again. Again, I have a bull put spread on that. And so that's looking pretty good as well. That's going to be expiring in a few days. Palantir's down though. Uh, you know, it's at 31 and, uh, you know, hopefully I can hang on to that because I do think that that's going to go higher, but, uh, I did buy higher than that and I'm down a little bit. So, you know, there you go. Um, Virgin Galactic is coming into earnings in about 23 days. I'm going to be holding this into earnings. I do have two full positions in my small portfolio there. Uh, Microsoft is up. Uh, Microsoft is one of the big caps that really benefited. Uh, it's at 240. It's a kind of a slow mover these days, but uh, I have one full position in the small portfolio. I didn't. I, again, as I said, I bought DraftKings. It's up almost 10% today. Also, kind of a kind of a safety move. Uh, I bought uh, Palo Alto Networks, kind of an expensive stock. It's up twenty three dollars and fifty six cents currently, and this is the one that I that I did purchase for my small portfolio. I may regret this, um, but this is a interesting solar power uh, company that does a lot of the elect- the solar power distribution and electronics, and I do think that's a big area. Shoal Technology, and it, it IPO'd at twenty five. It's currently at thirty five down a little bit, um, but, uh, you know, that one might be of interest as well to everybody out there. So kind of get a, kind of get a, um, you know, kind of get an idea on that as well. So let's, without further ado, let's get into some of the questions that everybody has. Here we go. All right. So I'm going to go to the YouTube first. And by the way, if you're looking at me on TikTok, I am simulcasting this on YouTube at youtube.com slash Dallas Trading Floor. So the first question is from Dinesh. Thanks so much, Dinesh. Um, hi, Jim. Hold or sell? Snap through earnings. Positive earnings are expected to... Okay, here's the thing, uh, Dinesh. Um, and let's look at Snap. You know, Snap is a great company, um, especially because uh, they have... Um, you know, they, they definitely they definitely are a great company. But here's the thing. I would be cautious about holding it through earnings. I, I really would. Let's take a look at the chart. Uh, I think we might be better off. Yeah, okay, okay. So, and we've got earnings. Okay, good, good, good. Uh, let me just see if I can zoom in on this uh, chart a little bit. Oh, goodness. Did I not get, yeah, I didn't. Uh, where is the, all right, so let's. Zoom in a little bit on that chart. Yeah, there we go. 250. So hopefully this will this will work for us. Yeah, there we go. There we go. All right. So taking a look at the, I think we're on the daily. Let's let's start with the let's start with the weekly chart here uh, for Snap, and see if we can find anything that uh, you know is of interest. So let's kind of pull that up here. And look, okay, we'll see. We're 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 headed nicely up that uh, the forty day line. So let me show that to you here, Dinesh. Um, you know, we're moving nicely up that forty day line. We've got a relative strength of ninety four. Everything's looking good. Obviously, earnings in two days. We've pulled up. Here's my take on this. Um, you know, it looks like there's a consolidation here, uh, right here. Uh, you know, kind of a kind of a mini. 
mini consolidation here to you know in about this range. My think my thought on this is that you know obviously it uh, you know it it may it uh, it may move out of the way. I would probably sell this prior to earnings. Um, I, I I probably would, but let's let's just take a look at a few things. Let's look at the checklist first. It's an excellent checklist. Look at that. It's uh, eight out of nine, so that's looking very good. Um, let's look at the fund ownership. 44% funds. Very good on that. Um, yeah, I mean, this what's not to like here. <laughs> I'm trying to find yeah, increasing fund ownership. And we've got the Fidelity Contra Fund in there, so that's, so that's going to be pretty good. I just... I don't think we're going to get necessarily a, a huge. Well, you never know. You, you never you never know on these things. It's so difficult to tell. I want to kind of look at uh, the monthly chart to kind of get an idea of the history of Snapchat. So kind of get kind of get the the twenty thousand foot view. All right, you know it, it's just it's just it's just moved. You know it it moved nicely above the that buy point. So it just. What would I do here? What would I do here? You know what? I it looks very strong. You know what? I I I I I um I disagree. I think eh. hmm. okay. Here's what I think you should do, Dinesh, on this one. This is what I would do, anyways. Um, I think if you I would sell half of my holdings before the earnings. I think this is really could go either way. It it may it very well might likely may go may go higher. Uh, but I would sell half of my. I would hold through with half, and I would I would sell half. And the reason is is because if it moves up, then you want to buy. Then you want to buy back the half that you sold. But if it goes down, you protect yourself a little bit on the downside. So it's looking pretty strong, um, you know, in general with that. So that's what I would do. It's kind of a kind of a, a kind of a weenie answer here. <laughs> um, sell half and 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 hold half through. So that's what I would do. Um, hey. Uh, Kathy Woods, Arc G got into, yeah, I, I think so. I, um, as I said, I bought today as well. I hope I won't live to regret, <laughs> I hope I won't really live to regret that, but let's look at the, you know, let's, let's look at the, um, at the DraftKings chart, DK, uh, NG, and, uh, it did come through kind of a key level. Let's see if I can, like, yeah, DK, NG, and let's see if I can, uh, I'm still, learning how to properly oh, there we go now it's a little bit too much okay so about 175 we can see that on there okay so let's go back to the weekly chart and that will show probably tell the tale here there we go all right so here is the chart for DraftKings, uh and let's see if we can Kind of get it to a good spot here. Basically, it came off this this cup with handle, uh, with cup with cup with handle, and it, and it moved right past this 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 in, this pivot right here. Just want to kind of show you that. Yep, there we go. Uh, the the cup with handle pivot was it basically at fifty three seventy two. It moved higher than that, and that's sort of when I bought. It's at fifty nine. Uh, it does. It has a relative strength of ninety three. So that's still looking good. Unfortunately. It is out of the buy zone right now, and that is uh, very unfortunate. Let's see if we can go back to, to the daily chart to get to get an idea on that. Unfortunately, it's pulled past the. I think it's pulled above the. Um, 
I think it's pulled above the buy zone. Yeah, it certainly has. The top of the buy zone is, um, yeah, it just is pulled just top of the buy zone. Here's the thing. Um, it, it looks as you, you could buy it at this level. I wouldn't recommend it because basically 55.98 is the buy point. And, of course, as we know, 5% above that is the buy zone. Now, I did buy it in the buy zone. I'm a little bit more conservative here. I did I did buy it in the buy zone. It probably, it looks as if, uh, you know, it may close in on this high that it made back here in, um, in, in uh, you know, before of 64.19. You could buy it at this level, but you have to be careful because we're now a little ex- extended above the buy point. The proper buy point in this is 55.98. Um, but I still think it's viable. I really do. Uh, I, I really do think, still think it's viable. It's got a pretty excellent checklist, 77%, and the funds are moving into it. Uh, the Fidelity Contra Fund is in it. So we had a large jump in the number. We had 100 uh, funds come into it this uh, this last quarter. So I'm pretty confident. Um, I think it's done its consolidation, and hopefully now that it's pulled above the buy point, I think it may be, uh, you know, it, 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 it might, it might be, you know, it might be good, uh, to be, you're in at 48. If you're in at 48, you're doing pretty good. Um, yeah, I, I think you're going to do very well at 48. That's about the 21 day exponential. So yeah, I think, I think you want to hold on this one, Dinesh. I think you, I think, uh, wow, <laughs> 600,000 shares. Wish I could do that. <laughs> Wish I could do that. I think they're going to do great. I only have 41 shares in the small portfolio, but I may be looking to increase that in some of my other portfolios. So I, I am kind of high on DraftKings, at least for right now. So that's sort of how I'm looking at it. So let's take a look at um, some of the some of the people that have been waiting over here on TikTok. And thanks so much. Uh, let's see. Okay, here we go. I'm new here. Okay, well, uh, welcome, welcome. Uh, I'm up 39% on Tilray. Look at, look at you, you go. Wow. That's tremendous. Um, let me just see. There's an interesting way to play the marijuana stocks. It's a little bit easier than, than picking the winners. And that's a, that is a, a fund called MJ. And it's, uh, I just kind of want to take a look at it and see how it's doing. Uh, yeah, it's moved up. I think if you're, if you're interested in playing that marijuana space, it looks as if you know we have moved on to a key level for the for the um, the ETF MJ, and so you know that's that's something that you might uh, you might want to consider uh, to play to play this. Um, it seems as if it's moving very nicely now, but uh, this is the uh, the cannabis. Um, and I'm it's called MJ. That's the name of it, um, and just a, kind of an interesting. It's a, it's an interesting um, ETF because it basically covers the um, it it it, uh, it it basically covers the the entire industry, and and it's a little bit easier than you know. And if if you're up on you know if you're up that much on one, like um, uh, like Tilray, that's fantastic. But this one takes a more of a basket approach. An interesting thing here is that you can see. Uh, we just had a spike in 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 um, in buying, so I am kind of you know it looks as if this one may be maybe uh, worth being in again. This is a this is um, this is Sicker Sybil MJ. It is an ETF of all of the uh, marijuana stocks. It's at eighty currently on the relative strength, so that's my minimum. 
It's got a 66 checklist, which is my minimum. And, um, you know, because this is an ETF, you don't have a lot of funds in it because that would, you know, uh, funds typically, you know, typically will buy the individual stocks. But MJ might be a way to go. That might be a, that might be a good, um, good bet if you're looking to get exposure to the cannabis industry. It seems to be doing well. So, um, you know, that, that might be, that might be an alternative there. Uh, might, might be an alternative there. All right. So let's look at, all right, let's look at AMC. That's pretty interesting. Um, I haven't talked about all about AMC. Um, okay. Yeah. We had a blow off top. This is a classic short squeeze, by the way, everybody. Uh, and, um, you know, what happened, of course, is that uh, here's how it works basically for the short squeeze. Uh, you have people that borrow shares. Those are typically hedge funds. And then they sell those those shares, and then um, and then hopefully they're going to buy them back at a, at a later date at a lower price. But here's the thing: when they do that, they have they re- they it requires margin. So if the stock continues to go up, the margin uh, requirements tend to go up as well. And typically, they can't uh, they can't hold on anything more than fifty um, percent of mar- of margin. So they have to have a fair amount of cash in the accounts if they're shorting. What's happened here, of course, is that people are refusing to sell, and, and that is a classic strong hands, weak hands situation. Um, stock, what pushes stocks up is not necessarily news or demand. That, that can be part of it, but what pushes it up is strong hands, people refusing to sell so that the buyers have to push up the price, and that's exactly kind of what happened with the GameStop is a lot of people out there just were refusing to sell their shares, and uh, it pushed the price up. So now here's the thing you got to be careful about, and uh, this is a little bit controversial, but I'm gonna I'm gonna put it out there anyways. Hopefully I don't get banned for this. Robinhood, the app, part of the reason they have no commissions is because what they do is they take that information, everybody on Robinhood, and what they're buying. And for instance, that you know they knew that they were buying GameStop, they knew that they were buying uh, these other things, and then they transmit this to the hedge funds, and the hedge funds many times take a position counter to the people on uh, on Robinhood. And, and this is essentially what's going on with Robinhood. Uh, they're not stealing from the rich to give to the poor. They're stealing from the rich to give to the rich sometimes. So you got to be a little bit careful. It's a good app, but uh, be forewarned that uh, that's that's what they're doing. Uh, and that's, that's why the commissions are zero <laughs> on Robinhood. Now, I got through with my little rant. Now, what's going to happen with uh, AMC? Well, you know, when AMC does come back, you know, I don't know. These are very, very hard to to play. But right now we have a relative. We have a huge relative strength of ninety eight. Now, of course, my my normal criteria just goes out the window. It's only a forty four percent. Normally, I would not buy that. But we do have two hundred and two funds that are actually in it. So that is very interesting to me. What would I do here? Gosh, I just don't know. Um, I just I just don't know. But it looks as if if you could stay above. The 21-day line, that's probably where you want to be. Currently, that is right about 630. So we're right above that. So if we could get some support here, if we get if this thing moves above the 10-day line here, that's where I think you possibly could make a stand if you're interested in being in it. Uh, and that is uh, right at about uh, 775. So we're right at that level right now. So if it starts moving higher towards $10, you possibly could buy this, but be very careful if you're not in it already. Now, if you're in it, <laughs> congratulations. 
take your stop losses and move them up. So move them up right as they're, as they're going up. Eventually, it's going to pull back and sell you out, but you'll make some good profit there. So very interesting. Would I buy AMC at this point? Probably not. Um, probably not. Uh, I, I probably wouldn't be in it because I just didn't get it at the right time. You know, if I was in it at, uh, you know, lower than five, maybe I would consider it because you know, can make a considerable amount of money on this. But, you know, unfortunately, I, I don't think I wouldn't, if I was coming into it new, I probably wouldn't initiate a new position right now in, uh, in AMC, but I really appreciate the question very, very much. Um, okay. Let's go to another favorite. Well, first, before we get there, let me t- turn that off. There we go. <laughs> uh, but first, before we get there, let's go to, um, I want to, I want to show you Tesla because this is a sort of the bellwether for the way all of the EV stocks are trading. Now you would think they would trade in sympathy, but I don't seem to be, and I don't know why that is, but uh, it just seems to be the way. So I'm going to kind of zoom in on this a little bit. Um, you know, and, uh, it's everybody knows I am a Tesla bull. Um, you know, it's done very well for me. It was the number one stock last year in the entire market, believe it or not. So, that's done well. Now, will it continue on to this year? Probably a little bit. I mean, you know, it uh, Tesla pulled above this key level here, which of course is this this ten day line here. So that's that's very key. I bought it off the reversal. I sold it as it started to move down, and then I rebought it right here as it bounced off of this. Um, oops, after after it bounced off of the. Um, off of the 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 21 day line. This is the 21 day line. This is that green line here. What's happened is it pulled back, it bounced, and then it's moved up. Now, it probably will see some resistance right about here at about 885. Now, if it pulls above 885, I'm going to double my position. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Excuse me. Gosh. Um, I'm going to double my position in in Tesla. So this is Tesla. I think it's still I still think it's still um, looking pretty good. It's got a strong checklist, eight out of nine. And believe it or not, and I know this is hard to believe, I do think that we may be in a situation very shortly where we have a high tight flag on Tesla. And if that happens, this is going to go above $1,000. So that might be something that, uh, you know, I, I haven't put it in the smaller portfolio yet, but I'm likely probably to put it, you know, two shares in the small portfolio. It's a very small amount. But uh, I do think that we are setting up for a potential, if it pulls past the this one this 885 level right here, I do think it's going to go very much higher. But it's sort of in a consolidation uh, range right now, so that might be an opportunity for people to get in on some even more stuff there. All right, so let's look at uh, Apple because we we looked at uh, at um, Tesla. So let's look at Apple, and uh, you know Apple. Also, I think it's moving nicely today. So let's see if I can get a nice chart on that. Yeah, we did pull back on Apple. Uh, you know, we're 134.90 area right now. We've we've pulled down below that that key level. That's that key cup without handle, 137.98 buy point. So is it buyable at this level? You know what? I do think that it's getting ready. Uh, but it's still, you know, here's the thing. I just wouldn't buy it unless it went above this level right here. Oops. Let's see if I can. Yeah, there we go. So we can see that a little bit better. I would not buy it until it, until it is above 137.98. So I'm going to put out there for everybody on the, just put it out here. The, uh, 
you know the the buy point um the uh the buy point for apple is equal to 137.98 right so that's that's the buy point for apple Let's see if i can get that up there yeah all right so ooh. <laughs> well that's pretty that that's pretty crazy let's see if i can clean that up a little bit i'm having to look around uh something so it's not the best there we go um and this is the buy point wait for apple so let me put that out there yeah so the buy point for apple is 137.98 that's right here where that line is exact that's where that's where this this line is it's pulled below that right now it's currently you know um trading a little bit below that it's you know it's tried to push above this line several times so here's here's what i would say with this i would consider buying apple only if it uh, only if it's above about 1 130 139 because it just seems to be having trouble with this pushing past that pivot but i do think it's getting ready but it's right now uh well, you know right now the thing with the, the thing with apple is i think right now it, it it's a watch list it, un, unfortunately it's it's a right now apple is a watch list uh and and not um and, and not a buy so um but i do think if it moves again if it moves past that buy point you know convincingly and that buy point is 137.98 if it moves past that uh, then I think that you possibly could buy it, but it has to buy. It has to move past that buy point with significantly higher volume. So right now, I'm afraid with Apple, it's a watch list. But if you're in it, just stay in it because it's looking, it's setting up nicely, and and I think it will run. But uh, right now, unfortunately, it is just not the right time to buy it. It's just you've got to wait until it gets a little stronger, and then I think. Um, yeah, then I then I th then I think you can do it. Let's look at BB. We're getting a lot of questions on on TikTok for BB. So thank you for that. I, I'm trying. Let's let's look. Let's analyze BB here. And by the way, if you're looking on TikTok, I'm broadcasting simulcasting on um, YouTube at YouTube.com/slash floor. So uh, let's look at let's look at it. We have just this is incredible. I'm I'm going to show you the weekly chart first for um for BB. So let's take a look at that quickly there we go all right so let me just pull it back a little bit in terms of the zooming so everybody can see that so let me just kind of pull it back there we go all right so here's what happened uh with it uh you know we had this blow off top this is a this is a classic climax top Okay, this is this is a classic climate stop. This is from a short squeeze. Uh, this is exactly what they're talking about in the short squeeze. And what happened, of course, with BlackBerry is that people refused to sell. A lot of people refused to sell, and the shorts had were had to cover their short positions. So what happened? Well, it pushed up. Well, uh, it it did seem it, it the break point was right here at about fourteen, and then and then it's headed down. Currently, it's eleven uh, fifty five. Now, I do think we could we could see it move all the way down to the buy point on this. There is a buy point on 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 it and it is right at about 6, okay? So 
right at about six. So if I was in this thing right now, I would be setting my stop loss up. You know, each time I'll be setting it up, setting it up. And then as it pulls back, I'm going to be sold out. So eventually I'm going to capture this profit in here. Now, if I was coming into this issue right now, I, I would wait. I would wait. I would wait until at least it was down here to six and then it reversed. So here's what you want to do. You never want to buy it. You never want to buy a falling knife as it's pulling back. You always want to buy it as it, as it bounces. So this is what they call a dead cat bounce. If it pulls back and then it bounces and it probably will bounce right about here. On this consolidation stage one at 584, that's probably where it's gonna where it's gonna um, uh, where it's gonna where it's gonna bounce. If it bounces there, then as it's moving higher, you can buy it. You always want to do something as it is as it is moving higher, and you don't want to buy it as it's pulling back. So um, there is a buy point for a BB, which is of course BlackBerry, and that is at. Five dollars and see if we can get it right exactly here. Five dollars and eighty-four cents. All right, so five dollars and eighty-four cents is the buy point. Now, so right now, so right now, oops, that's the wrong one. I don't want to show you that one. I want to show you this one. Oops, no, that's the wrong one too. All right, so did I give you? No. Let's see if I. Um. All right. So I want to give the the buy point for um, for BB is five dollars, and I believe yeah, five dollars and eighty four cents. So hopefully, yeah, there we go. So the buy point for BB is basically down here. Right at right at right at this level, right 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 at this level here. Okay, this is the buy point for BB. All right, okay, that's the buy point. That's the buy point for BB. So, it's got to pull back a long way to to get down to here, down to down to this five eighty four, and then it needs to either bounce off of that, and and if it bounces off of that, then we will have what they call a dead cat bounce. So. I wouldn't if 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 I'm looking to to go into BB right now. I would wait. You don't you want to wait on this one? Uh, you you want you want to wait on this because it's ex, what they call extended. So right now, let this thing pull back. Let this thing settle. I don't think this is the end of it for BlackBerry. Not 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 by the long shot. But you want to let it pull back. It's going to pull back probably down to about 584, and then I do believe at 584. We may see it bounce higher, so that's kind of my my uh, my my look on BB. If you're in BB right now and you got in, you know, below eleven um, fifty five, push your stop losses up, and then as it pulls back, you will you will uh, uh, it'll enable you to get to to gain some of that profit. Don't enter, don't enter it right now. Don't don't enter BB right now because it is pulling back, and you don't want to buy something as it's pulling back. So that's my my uh, my uh, humble opinion of BB. I think you can definitely probably make some money there. All right, so let's take the next question. Thank you for tradesmen and trading. Let's look at Joe and Fubo. Let's look at Joe first. J O E, and this is a St. Joseph company. Very interesting. Um, many many years ago, back when the dinosaurs were ruling the earth, and I was a ch I was a kid. 
Uh, there was, uh, you know, you everybody's heard of Walt Disney, right? Well, when he wanted, to, when he initially wanted to found Walt Disney World, he went to the owners of the St. Joseph Company, and they are the largest uh, private landholders, and they mainly own timberland in the state of um, Florida. So they went to them, and uh, the, the the president of the company left, uh, had him wait all day to see him. Very end of the day, Walt Disney went into his office, and. Uh, you know, the guy, just, they couldn't, they, he didn't even talk to the guy. And then later on, uh, you know, he remarked, oh, I don't, I don't deal with carnival people. Can you imagine that saying that about Walt Disney? But anyways, uh, that was the, one of the biggest mistakes in corporate history ever, because uh, it could have been if uh, Walt Disney had been able to buy that property in Northwest Florida, uh, kind of in, you know, the Alap- Alach- Appalachicola area where St. Joe owns a lot of property. Uh, Disney World might not have been in Orlando. It might have might have been closer to Tallahassee. Who knows? But anyways, very interesting story. Uh, here's the thing about St. Joe's company. It's a, it's a good company. Uh, it's got a very strong rating. And here's the thing I really like about St. Joe's company. Most real estate plays right now I don't like. But St. Joe's is different. Why? Because they are the single largest landholder, private landholder in the state of Florida next, next to the... Um, Next to the to the Mormon Church, believe it or not, the Mormon Church is a very big landholder in Florida too. You wouldn't know that, but they are. Um, so they're very well positioned for this this mass migration that's going on to Florida, and especially most of their property isn't in South Florida, isn't even in Central Florida. It's in this uh, in northeastern Florida, a uh, northwestern Florida, you know, around uh, you know Apalachicola, Panama City, those places. So very interesting company, and uh, you can see very nice uh, increases in. Uh, in in revenue, uh, it's 99% owned by funds, and it has very good cash flow. So th- I just think that this is an interesting story, and uh, it's got a 100% checklist. I think this is a winner. Uh, and now the question is, where would you buy this thing? And thank you very much for bringing this up. Very unusual that anybody would know about Joe. Uh, because it's it's an uh, you know it's an unusual it's an unusual uh, it's an unusual property I mean unusual stock I do like it very much very very few individual stockholders own it mostly funds own this so let me let me kind of zoom in on on the the um, the daily chart here a little bit to see kind of where where we could buy this thing so let's take a look here is the higher high that it made. Uh, Here's the here's the uh, the higher high that it made at forty nine ninety eight. Okay, very interesting there, and it looks like it's just pushed about it. So here's what I would do with this one. This could be a very interesting opportunity for a buy, and I do think this is really worthwhile buying. Now here's how I would buy this. I would buy this with a what they call a buy stop limit order, and so what I would do on this one. Uh, to 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 buy this one is that I would look to see, let's see if I can get one here. Um, all right, is this the okay? Uh, let's see. Okay, let's see if I can. So I would set a buy stop limit order for Joe at, see if I can give you the exact number, at 49.98 
plus 10 cents or $50 and eight cents. <laughs> so, so let's, let's put that up there just so we can see it. Yeah. So here's what I would do to buy this one. I do think that this is right now we're right below that. We're at 49, 49.40. This would be a very good buy because you see it's coming out of this consolidation here. We have a very strong relative strength and we've got, we, we've got very nice volume on this. So everything is kind of lining up. We want to buy it as it moves above this level, this level here, above, above 49.98. But we don't want to buy it just at that. We want to buy it at 49.98 plus 10 cents. So we want to buy it right about here. And the way you can do this automatically <laughs> is to do what they call a buy stop limit order. And if you... Don't if if you don't know how to set a buy stop limit order, I in in my YouTube uh, channel I show how to do a buy stop limit order. And the way that buy stop limit order works is, if the stock moves above a certain price, then it activates the buy stop limit. Let me get see if I can. There we go. There we go. So if it moves above, if it moves above. Forty nine ninety eight. Then it activates an offer to buy it at forty nine ninety eight plus ten cents. So what happens is it breaks the resistance, and then as it's breaking the resistance, you buy it as it's moving up. So the most the, the reason buy stop limit orders can be so so good is because you're buying it into strength. So you're buying it as it moves up. You always want to be buying on an uptick. You never want to be buying on a downtick. That's what they call for catching a falling knife. So if a, if a stock is falling, you, you want to look at it before you buy it and you don't want to buy it as it's falling. You want to buy it as it's pushing up. Now the question is, how do you do that? Well, the way you do that is with this buy stop limit order and the buy stop limit order for Joe that I would place to buy one position of this would be 10 cents above 5008. So I really appreciate that that um I I really appreciate that comment. That that is that is interesting and very insightful because, you know, not too many people know about Joe. It's very good stock and you know, I think I think you could do quite well on it. So fantastic. Thank you tradesman. Uh, thank you very much for the question. That's a great question. Uh, can you bet on Amazon earnings? And what are your thoughts on CRM? Well, I'm already be actually already betting on Amazon earnings, and because I did a because I did a what they call a um, a uh, a bull put spread on Amazon, and uh, I will make money. Actually, anything uh, I will make money with this. Uh, if it moves above thirty-one thirty, that's that's the that's the. Now, if you want to see a, a detailed explanation of uh, the buy stop, the the the, um, the the trade that I put on, you can go to the website, uh, YouTube. Now, let me see if I I may have it. Let me just see if I have it uh, on here. I may have I may have set it up so that you can we can see it. Um, well, that's a vertical spread. Up, oh, let. Let, now, I, I keep talking about these buy stop limit orders, so let me show you a little video on how to set a buy stop limit order. Hello, everybody. As you know, Tesla is going to be officially entering the S&P index today, December 21st. And this is also a quadruple witching day. That means that there are options both quarterly, uh, weekly, and monthly 
as well as yearly options all expiring on the same day. So it's going to be a very busy day on the last five minutes of trading. And, and uh, the systems may lock up and not allow for options uh, for orders to be, to be placed. So what I recommend doing is putting in a stop limit order that hopefully will protect you against any, uh, any uh, very quick movements in the stock price. And I'm going to show you how to do that here. This is an interday chart of Tesla that I just took a few minutes ago, and I kind of want to uh, to, to to show. I don't know if that was the right, I don't know if that was the right the right one there the, the right uh, video. I, uh, I probably should play a different video, but but anyways, it's on, it's on basically. There's content on my uh, YouTube site that basically has some of that, so you can kind of look at that kind of to see. You know, you know where this, and that's that's basically at YouTube.com/slash Dallas Training Floor, uh, if you want to see that. And if you're on TikTok, it's super easy to get over there. All you have to do is go to my profile, hit the link, and uh, there is a little thing that lets you go directly. It says subscribe to um, Dallas Training Floor on YouTube. Just hit that, and you'll be taken right over to you know where some of those educational and uh, videos are. So. Um, Anyways, I just wanted to, I wanted to throw that out there for everyone. That was kind of a little bit of digression here. Um, all right, so let's take a look. It's, oh, okay. Jim, could you please shed some light on pink slips? Thanks. Okay, here's what pink slips are. I don't know if anyone, if you've seen uh, The Wolf of Wall Street. I don't know if you've ever seen that, but kind of a great, kind of an interesting movie. It's about uh, Justin Balfour, kind of a very interesting character. And what pink slips are is that they are very, very small issues. They have very, very small floats. I don't recommend them. And the reason is because they're very volatile. You can make money in them, but most of the time you don't. So if you if you want to learn about pink slips and what not to buy in the stock market, that would be a good movie to look at is called the Wolf of Real Wall Street, because what they do when they sell those is that, you know, many of them are just very, very thinly traded and, um, you know, they're, they're, they're tough. So I wouldn't recommend pink slips. Uh, actually, you got to be careful uh, about stocks that trade for below $10 because they tend to be rather thin. Now, uh, that, that said, I have had some very big successes in below $10 stocks. I've been recommending, I, I, you know, since the summer, uh, I, I put up, um, uh, blink charging was a was a below ten dollars stock when I started trading it, and uh, also RVP, uh, which is a re, which is called retractable technology. Uh, retractable technology. It's a kind of a medical supplies company, and that was well as well too. And it's nineteen dollars. It's doubled in six months. I just want to kind of show you the chart on that one, and that's retractable technology. So I do typically I don't typically recommend stocks below. Um, below ten dollars a share, but every once in a while you get one that's very strong, and this one definitely is. Uh, here, relative strength is ninety nine. It's called Retractable Technologies RVP. Would I recommend buying it? Well, it's pulling back. I do think it will be buyable uh, right at at this level, but I'm going to try to focus somewhat, and I haven't done this in recently on some some lower price stocks that might be of interest. But pink slips, I think you want to stick. I I, I think you want to. Um, I think you want to stay away from pink slips for right now because it's just it can be a little bit a uh, little bit tough a uh, little bit tough to play them. All right, so let's look at some of the tech TikTok. Okay, so we did we did uh, we did um, uh, we did BlackBerry. Okay, so thank you for joining. Thank you, and please tell you all your friends. I do appreciate that as well. Uh, I can't do it anymore. Oh, well, that's too bad. 
Dogecoin? No, I haven't really, really done much with Dogecoin. Uh, let's see. Okay, here we go. Uh, I came, I came to your building yesterday to say hi, but they didn't let me in. Uh oh. Well, that's not good. <laughs> I'm sorry about that. I, I, I am sorry, but you got to go to the third floor, and just go up to the third floor. And there's a reception. There's not a receptionist, but uh, I, I, I appreciate. Um, you you saying that so hopefully i can send you a message let me see if i could do that um let's see if i can send a message yeah i am so sorry that you you couldn't get in um i can give you a phone uh if you if you want if you're coming by if you want to stop by just uh just give me a ring on the phone and i and i typically answer my phone if i'm not i i'll you know leave a message and i'll get right back to you um the but uh the dallas trading floor phone is 214-233-5087. So that is the phone number for Dallas Trading Floor. So I just uh, want to put it out there for you. I'm at, um, I'm on Preston Road. So if uh, 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 17922020, Preston Road, Suite 300. So if you do come by, uh, you know, just give me a ring before and I will make sure that, you uh, <laughs> We get somebody out there to see you. So I'm sorry about that. 214-233-5087 is the number. So thanks again for, uh, you know, thanks again for coming by. I'm sorry that uh, I wasn't able to see you. I always like, always like to, uh, to, to see people when they come by. All right. So let's take the next question from Mega Homes. Um, can you explain warrants? It's very good. That's a good. Can you explain in why a- ACTC stock doesn't trade the same price as ACT? Okay. Warrant. Okay. Well, here's what a warrant is. Thank you very much for this. This is a great question. A stock is just common stock. A warrant is a sort of like a coupon to buy stock. So what will happen is a warrant typically has a link has a has a fixed length of uh, of time. So you can if you buy the warrant, it allows you to buy so many shares of the common stock at a certain price within a certain period of time. So those trade separately. A common stock is just you know, just common stock without any expiration. So that's very interesting. So think of a warrant kind of like a coupon to buy other shares at a certain price. So, so like, even though, um, so for instance, if you have an office of a company and they get some warrants, they can possibly, um, they can possibly, uh, they can sell these warrants and people will buy them. And then instead of the original person buying them, buying the, the shares, the, the person with the warrants will. So warrants allow you to buy, Common shares at a set price, and of course, but they but at at a certain time. Uh, typically, warrants, you know, when what will happen is a warrant will be sold into the market, but it won't let you buy the shares until a certain time. So, like, let's say a year in advance, um, they sell some warrants, and it lets you buy uh, a share of of common stock for X, like say fifty dollars. Well, that that will then. They can sell those, but you can't buy those shares until that time has happened. So that's what a warrant is. Think of it as like a coupon to buy common shares. And that's a very, very good question. And that's why they traded a different price. That's why they traded a different price. All right. Um, thoughts on BL. Let's take a look at BL real quick. BL. And see. Oh, black line. I don't know this one. Interesting. Cloud-based software platform. Let's look at kind of what they're saying out about it. It's very nice. It's pulled right up to this uh, buy point here. Let's kind of look at the checklist to see 
Wow, this is a hundred percent checklist. This is very, very rare, by the way, folks. And okay, Lord Abbott said it. Wow, this is a very this is good. This is a very good one. I didn't know about this company. I'm gonna actually write this down because this is the kind of stock that you want to buy. Very, very nice. Okay, so let's look at the weekly chart to see if there is, yeah, okay. So we have a very nice flat base. Third stage, 141.82. So we're, we're right below the, the buy point on this one. Very interesting. So, so Matt, that's very, very interesting that you that uh, you said that. So basically the buy point uh, on this, let me see if I can, um, you know, see if I can put that up. But the buy point for BL is equal to, I'm just going to look at 141.82. Let's see. That's 141.82. Right. Uh, so that's basically right. It's right here, right at this, right at this level. Here it is. That's where the buy point is. It's on a consolidated base. Let's look at the daily to see kind of yeah. So we're right below that. We're right below that pivot. Uh, that that one forty one, uh, that that one forty one eighty two, pivot. Interesting. See if I can zoom in a little bit on that so you can see it better on the screen. There we go. Okay. So, so right here is the pivot at one forty one eighty two. And so what we want to do on this one, and I think this is very worthwhile buying, by the way. <clears throat> this is totally viable, is as it moves above 141.82 plus 10 cents or 141.92, that's where you want to buy it. And you want to buy it on a buy stop limit order. That's that's that, that's that's how you want to to do it. So you want to set a buy stop limit order um, for BL at uh let's see 141.92. 82 plus 10 cents or 141 uh, 92 so so that's so that's where you want to 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 buy it right here at this it right as it moves past this this uh, neckline here at 14182 plus 10 cents that's where you want to buy it and it's been pushing up so you want to buy it when it gets heavy volume now there isn't there isn't I probably you might not want to do it today because it's earnings within nine days it's a little bit tight in terms of earnings I don't typically like to buy anything you know less than a week or so in front of earnings we're just at that level we're just kind of right at that 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 stage but uh, this is this looks like it's very very strong company BL and this definitely should be on the watch list this is a good stock and uh, it's got an excellent excellent checklist so here's what I would do with this one uh, Matt and thank you for bringing this to the to my attention what I would do with this one is um, I would uh, I I would basically um, buy it as it moves above this this level and, and this 141 nine um, this was 141 level plus 10 cents so as it pushes through there that's a place to buy it. So, Matt, this is a great question. I'm actually going to put this on the watch list. This is a, this is a quality stock. Uh, this is an absolute quality stock, and I definitely think it's viable. Wait for it to push 
past the resistance. And I think you might have a super winner on that. So a super duper winner on that one. So let me get rid of that. Yeah. So that's, that was the wrong one. I was showing uh, St. Joe company there. So I apologize for that. All right. So let's go to the next question. Thank you for holding on. Uh, good question. Uh, this is a question on space. Um, this is a question on, this is a question on space. Uh, will it pull, will, will it pull back up? Let's look at, look at the chart for space. I'm in space, by the way, I have two, uh, positions in the small portfolio for Virgin Galactic and it's a symbol S P C E is the symbol. And let's take a look here. Okay. So it's pulled right back to the trend line. So that's not unusual. As you can see, we still have a very, you know, we have a, we, it's moving right up the, this, 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 um, it's moving right up the 10 day line. Come on. There we go. It's moving right up the 10 day line. See how it's just pulled right back to that. So it's, it pulled up and then it pulled back. But I think we're going to see tomorrow. I do believe tomorrow it's going to be up tomorrow. And the reason is because it's just in this channel right here, as you can see in this, in this, in this channel, this is sort of the bottom of the channel here. And I do think it's pulling up there. I do think that, you know, with that, the, the earnings were shared, the earnings are going to be in 23 days, about three weeks. So we want to be careful about that. On Thursday in about three weeks is where it's going to be. There was a buy point here at 3562, uh, and it has pulled past that. So could we buy it at this level? Well, yes, and I did buy it. And normally I don't buy them like this because, uh, you know, I typically like to buy them within – five percent of this of this number i i was a little bit high on this one i this i was a little bit extended on this one but i do think it will pull back up and the reason i do is because it's following this trend here so i do think that we're probably going to see it if it doesn't break trend tomorrow it probably will trade higher that's my guess uh currently it did trade down quite a bit today it's volatile uh it you know it, it is it is volatile because of course of the kind of stock it is but uh, I do think that it, uh, yeah, there we go. So hopefully we can see it. Yeah, it, it's it's really this line that you've got to be concerned about here is this trend line. You see, and it just got too far above itself. That's what happened here. See, see how it kind of just pulls back. So I suspect it's going to pull back. I think it's going to probably bounce, and I think you'll see it move move up tomorrow. I think I do think it's likely to move above. 50 tomorrow very very likely to move above 50 tomorrow based on this trend line so uh i still i still like it a lot and i'm actually in it i have two positions in it so thank you harris i appreciate that very much all right next question is um will there be a future short squeeze on uh, uh just like we saw on amc again absolutely it's very very likely because typically doesn't everybody is not washed out in a short squeeze what will happen is is that um the the people that are shorting it, part of them will be, um, part of them will be will be wiped out, and then there's another tranche that 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 aren't that that still have enough cash in their accounts to 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 create to to limit the margins, uh, and to to maintain the margin, uh, because they have to have at least fifty percent cash in usually in the uh, of the value. So as the stock goes higher the cash requirements become larger. And that's why you get these short squeezes because they, they go beyond, below like a 50% cash. So when you're shorting, you, you borrow the stock and you sell the stock, but you have to have cash in the account uh, and uh, you have to have cash in the account in order to maintain that short position. And when you, when you violate the margin requirements, 
that's when they're automatically sold out. And that's what causes, that's what causes the shorts to have to go into the market and buy back the stock. And that's what pushes it up because people refuse to sell. So I think it's, it's probably very likely that they that might see that again. I'm not sure. I, I, I don't know enough about AMC, but I, I think we probably will see one again. I do think it's going to pull back below six and then we might see another potential short squeeze. But uh, I do think that um, a lot of the hedge funds are going to be a lot more careful this time because they got burned. Now, here's the thing. If you use Robinhood as an application, you are feeding the hedge funds directly. You're feeding them information on how you're trading because what they do, the reason that there are no commissions on Robinhood is because they take the information of how everybody is trading, they aggregate that, and then they sell that as a service to some of the hedge funds. And then those hedge funds typically short against against, uh, the individual um, investors. So just want to be clear about that. And that's that's part of the reason why, you know, people think, well, Robinhood is free. Well, it's not really free because they're using, they're gaming you to some extent to to bet against you. Now, of course, that's why everybody's freaking out now that every that 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 the shorts were success that that the small guy was successful against the GameStop. They thought, oh goodness, this is this is we don't like this. This is this is a new thing, you know. But this is how Wall Street works. It's kind of devious. They have very they have they have ways on of of looking at you, spying on you, um, depending on the apps that you use. The, the now I mean it's a trade-off. Uh, you know, Robinhood doesn't charge any commissions um and and some of the other firms that you know they do charge commissions i you know everybody pretty much like charles schwab and td ameritrade they've they've stopped um commissions and the reason that they did it was not because they're altruistic it's because it's because uh robin hood is the fastest growing brokerage company it lasted last year it was the fastest growing brokerage company so the way that they were able to get around people uh, they were, the way they were getting around uh, charging for, for brokerage fees was that they took the information of people as they were, they were buying the stock. And then they, then they took that and they said, oh, there's a lot of small investors on Robinhood that are buying, um, that, that are buying GameStop stocks. So that information then went to the hedge funds and then the hedge fund said, well, short, short GameStop. <laughs> so that's, that's, that's the genesis of it. So pretty interesting. Um, all right. So thank you for that. Uh, thoughts on GBTC. Okay, this is an interesting one too. I like to trade this one. This is called the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust. And um, what it is, is that it's basically they hold 4% of the world's Bitcoin. And uh, it's it's nicely bouncing. I do think that we're going to see it move higher. It's uh, And the reason I do, first of all, it has a very strong relative strength at 98. I'm really liking that. Uh, currently, it's up two dollars uh, today, but let's look at it kind of on a weekly chart. It's sort of it runs in a range. Yeah, here's the thing: as you can see, there's a, there's a line like this. When it breaks through this trend line here, okay, to the upside, when this when this trend line is broken to the upside, that's when that's a signal to buy it. Currently, it's pulling back. Currently, it's pulling back, but there's a likelihood. There's the trend line, as you can see. If if GBTC moves above about thirty about thirty eight, you see, and it, it will break this trend line. I don't think it's there yet because it's it's bouncing off the twenty one day line. But if it reverses and and goes higher, that's when I think you can buy it. Here's the thing: I probably would not be a buyer of this until it moves above 
about $40. That's where I would probably be a buyer of it. I do think long-term it's going to trend higher, but right now it's pulling back. Let's look at the weekly chart. And on the weekly chart, you can see it is pulling back. But I do believe once it pulls back either to the 21-day or the 50-day, you're going to see this thing reverse higher. So I do like the GBCC. I do like uh, having some some exposure to Bitcoin. I think it's really, really pretty terrific. All right. So let's look at um, – thank you, Ronald. Appreciate it. Uh, take a look at CRM. And, of course, CRM is Salesforce. It is one of the uh, – truly big socks uh, out there, but it has been trending trending lower. I want to show you the chart. So I'm going to kind of zoom in on the chart here a little bit to see kind of the general trend of it. Let's, let's go in here about 250%. Okay, hopefully that'll work. There we go. I'm just getting used to this. Uh, it takes a little bit of time. There's a little bit of a lag, even though I have good internet connection here. There's sometimes a little bit of a lag on my machine. So yeah, let's kind of see how it's trending. Okay, here we go. This is the this is sort of the bit of the general trend. As you can see, it's bounced right here at the uh, it's it's bounced off that two hundred day. So buying off the two hundred day. Oops. Let's see if we can get there. There we go. Okay, when it bounces off the two hundred day, that's a, that may be a very good place to buy it. It's not really. It's it it has moved above the. It has moved above the 50-day, but this is what they call a double bottom right here, okay? So this is a very, very good chart pattern. This is a, this is a very, very good chart pattern. Um, the the buy point, the pivot is 270, okay? Currently, we're, um, you know, currently we're, we're lower than that. I would like to see this move a little bit higher. I see possibly you're looking to be in this one as it moves basically above this buy point here. And that's about 270. So we've got a long way to go. This is a watch list for right now, um, uh, Ronald. This is this is uh, you know this is definitely a watch list. But I do think it's it's viable uh, if it moves above about 270. That's kind of where I'm where I'm looking. But currently, you want to watch list this one to see if it goes above. 270. Well, I've come to an hour and I have, I've been yammering on. I so appreciate everybody uh, visiting with me here today and asking their questions. Um, I'm going to be making some videos uh, on sort of, you know, sort of technical analysis and that kind of thing. And they'll be available on the YouTube uh, channel that I, uh, that we have at uh, DallasTradingFloor.com. And that, uh, the address for that, of course, I'd love it if you subscribe. It's at YouTube.com slash DallasTradingFloor. Now, if you're looking on TikTok, all the avail this uh, the all the charts and everything will be available about 30 minutes after this, and we're going to be putting them up on YouTube, so you'll you'll see that. But you can also uh, take a look at it just by clicking on um, the the link and going to my profile, and then hitting the link, and, it, and it'll give you a little sub menu that'll let you see kind of uh, you know the charts as I'm broadcasting. I can't broadcast them unfortunately live on TikTok live, but hopefully they'll, they'll make a software improvement where I can actually be showing you the charts as I'm talking about them. Uh, if you'd like to sign up for the action trade alerts, super great thing. And I put out trade alerts, um, you know, all the time and uh, you know, they're available. Uh, it's super easy. Uh, just have to go to www.dollastradingfloor and uh, sign up for the action trade alerts. Or if you are uh, looking um, on the, uh, you know, or if you're looking on, um, TikTok, super easy. Just go to my profile, hit that link, and then there's a sign up there. And of course, it's all free. 
Uh, and I, by the way, I don't even sell your data. So there you go. It's, I'm true. Mine is truly free. And you can, you can, um, you can, uh, um, cancel anytime you like. So until tomorrow at two 30, hopefully I was a little bit late today, but until two 30 tomorrow, happy trading. Thanks. <laughs>